Welcome to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, well, welcome on in. We're in Matthew chapter 27, and I have to tell you that our Lord in chapter 27 accomplished what he had come to do. He had come to suffer, be humiliated, rejected, spurned, um, thrown aside, right? He had come to endure all of that and then to top it off, to die on the cross for our sins. Now, we know the resurrection's coming, but here in 27 is where our Lord dies for us on the cross for our sins. So let's look at it. Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. So here's what happened. The, the Bible tells us that from the sixth hour to the ninth hour, which was in the afternoon, that that it sort of stopped. Sun just sort of stopped. It was, um, it was dark. There was an eclipse of some kind. Now, there are NASA scientists who calculate how much light has been on the earth. I don't know how they do it. I'm not that smart. But they say there are three hours unaccounted for. That, that it should have been shining, but there wasn't. Well, I sort of think this might be the reason, right? And so he goes on and says, Now about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama shabachthani. That is my God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? Now, you got to ask yourself, why would Jesus say that? If he is all God and all man, and he is, why would he on the cross say, God, why have you forsaken him? Well, theologians have sort of thought about this a little bit. And um, the answer that seems to be best is that because at this point, Christ is on the cross and he took on himself all of our sin. He represented all the sinfulness of humanity. And because God cannot look upon our sin, because we do not get into heaven if we're still in our sin, because we don't get to come into his presence if we've not been forgiven, right, because of our sin, and Jesus took that upon himself, that even the Son of God, even the co-equal second person of the Trinity, because he gave himself, substituted himself for us on the cross, that God couldn't look upon him. That the fellowship between the Father and the Son was broken because of sin. Now, you know, I don't know what you think about sin and the severity of it and uh, its impact on humanity. I, I don't. But I can tell you, it is so profound. It is so horrific. It is so debilitating that it caused a breach between the eternal fellowship of the Father and the Son. And it happened right here on the cross. So the scripture goes on and says this, and some bystanders hearing it said, this man is calling for Elijah. And one of them at once ran and, and took a sponge filled with sour wine and put it up to a reed and gave it to him to drink. Now, that was to anesthetize some of the pain. That was actually sort of an act of kindness. I mean, if there is any act of kindness in crucifying someone, it was sort of an act of humanity. And so they took this sponge and tried to put it up to the Lord's lip. But the others said, wait, let us hear whether Elijah will come and save them. Now, we don't know if they said this mockingly or if we don't know if they said this with true, you know, interest because of what they maybe believed about Jesus. But that's what some people said. And so the scripture goes on and says, and Jesus cried out once again with a live, with a loud voice and then yielded up his spirit. Now, I want you to notice the phrase. The phrase says that he cried with a loud voice, right? We get that. But then he yielded up his spirit. It doesn't say the spirit was taken from him. 
It doesn't say his life was taken from him. It doesn't say the Romans now are successful at crucifying Jesus. The Jews were now successful at getting rid of this rabble rouser. It doesn't say that. It says that Jesus yielded. That word yielded means to voluntarily relinquish. It means to voluntarily give up. Jesus on the cross, his life was not taken. His life was sacrificed. He yielded up his life for me and for you. Now, knowing all of this, what have you done with Jesus? How have you answered the question that was posed to Pilate? Well, that Pilate said, you know, what is truth? Have you answered the question about what is truth? Have you answered the question, who is Jesus? And if you've answered it affirmatively that he is the son of God, he is the the true Messiah, what have you done with that? Have you surrendered your life to him? Or do you continue to fight him for things you don't really need? (laughs) Boy, I've done that before. Well, I pray that hearing just a little about the Lord's crucifixion, his yielding his life for us has softened your heart and has drawn you closer to him. Because I promise you, if you if you do that, if you let that happen, you're going to be filled with joy, peace, and purpose, and grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you, Jesus, for your death on the cross. You gave your life so we could live. We did not and do not deserve that. But thank you so much. We pray it in your name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.